0: Hello, everybody. It's Michelle, and this is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome. Hey, Happy New Year to you. Um, January 1st of a a brand new year. How exciting, right? I've talked to many, many people, and it's funny because there, there seems to be two camps of people when it comes to uh, New Year resolution, right? So, so there's the camp of squarely. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make this, this decision, and I'm gonna use my willpower. and I'm gonna make it happen. And then there's the other camp of folks who say, "Ah, uh, yeah, I learned a long time ago that doesn't work for me anymore." <laughs> so they're like, "Yep, nope, not gonna do that." Right? So regardless of whichever camp you fit in, I know that what I'm gonna share with you today can be helpful to you. Okay. So uh, one of the things that I, I don't know, I guess was kind of struck by as I was doing my, uh, end of the year reflection is that I've had several people in my life in the past year who've gotten sick, who have, have some pretty major or severe or, um, chronic health conditions. Okay. Okay. And as I was thinking about those people, some of them are no longer with us, uh, and some of them are actually getting better. And I began to kind of think about, well, what what helps one person and doesn't another? And I was kind of in that vein of thinking. And then yesterday during my study time, I had this revelation, and I'd like to share it with you, not so much to, you know, jump into like the medical field or anything or tell you you know, how to heal yourself or anything like that, but because I think it has a tremendous potential to help us all understand choices and how to come about real change, right? So m- maybe you are the person who has the New Year's resolution. Maybe you are trying to be more healthy, right? And so you've come up with some goals of how you're going to be healthy, or maybe you're trying to work on a, a relationship, right? So what I'm going to share with you has the potential to not only bring about the change that you want, but to do it in such a way that you don't have to use your willpower. Because guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but willpower is kind of like trying to stand on one foot. You can only do it for so long and then you have to switch feet, right? So a lot of people will think, oh, I didn't make this change because I just wasn't strong enough in my willpower. Well, that's like saying I should be able to stand on one foot for my whole life. No, that's not how that works. So we talk a lot about how thinking changes your life, right? So what I'm about to share with you is a change in your thought, not using your willpower. Okay. And I'm going to use an example of uh, a medical story. Um, now this isn't from one of my friends. This is actually from a book I read a while ago, but I think it really highlights what I'm going to share with you. So to make a really long story short, what happened was this, this gentleman who actually was, was very young. He had just turned 30, uh, married, had two young children And he was suffering some health issues and he went to the doctor. Doctor ran all of these tests and he came back and he said, I'm so sorry, um, but you have this this fatal type of cancer and you're probably only going to live another six to, to nine months. Now, devastating for anybody, right? But when you have young children like that and you're just married and you've got your whole life ahead of you, it's a problem. So this guy, you know, went home and basically within, you know, three to four months, he was to the point where he was bedridden. He was losing, you know, all abilities for functioning himself, especially talking. And, um, a friend came to him and said, Hey, you know, I've learned a few things about how the mind works. Do you mind if I share with you what I've learned? And of course he said, no, no, go ahead. And um, you know, at this point, what's he going to do, right? And so the friend started sharing with him about the, the quantum physics that he was learning. Um, and basically how he was saying, your choices, the things you think, the beliefs in your mind, your consciousness actually changes your physical matter. Now, you don't have to believe me on this. It's just science, folks, okay? There's tons of research out there that actually shows that this is the case. And I'm not telling you about that today. Um, if you do want some more resources about that, by all means, you can email me at michelle at growby1.com. I would be happy to send you a book list. So he's sharing this information and telling the guy, you know, when you when you change your beliefs, you can actually change what happens in your body. So through several conversations, he came back every single day and wouldn't you know it, Every single time he came back this this friend of his started to get a little bit better. So the next day he could actually swallow on his own, a couple of days later he could actually speak, and within a several months he was actually back to almost normal. Okay? He still had a, a few issues lingering, um but he was able to interact with his family, with his children wasn't necessarily able to go back to work yet. Um, And at the time of the story, that's kind of where it it was left off. Now, I want to highlight a few things for you because and even for my own personal journey, I have noticed this. And I was on Facebook several times this week, and I actually was hearing different examples or stories or questions from people that related to this. So I want to explain what was happening in the mind and body of this guy during the story. So the doctor gave a diagnosis, right? So the doctor did all of his tests and the doctor believed based on these test results, this is what's going to happen. So he basically, with this diagnosis, he he picked a reality and he gave it to this man and said, here's your reality here is the expected outcome, right? Now, he did that based on people in the past who have had that disease. So based on past results, I'm telling you this is what's going to happen to you, okay? Now, the doctor did it out of his, his own um, loving and serving heart, right? He totally believes that. And I'm not saying that the doctor was wrong, Okay. Now, once the doctor gave that diagnosis, the patient, the man in our story, took it as truth. He immediately accepted it, okay? Now, he was unaware that there was a different choice, okay? The the doctor is telling me this is what's going to happen. You know, doctors are authority figures. They know what's going to happen. So therefore, you know, this is what's going to happen to me. So now he, he believes the doctor and he takes that on. Now, what happens when you believe that is that it becomes reality, right? You, because all, all behavior, all action, all outcomes and results we have are a result of our belief. Okay, so if you believe you're going to die in six months, guess what? You're going to die in six months, okay? You cannot outlive your belief. Now, when his friend came over and they had several conversations... What happened was his friend was able to offer him an alternative reality, a different choice. His friend was able to say, you know what? You don't have to live like this. How do you want to live? Okay. Now the patient accepted that he had a different choice and said, huh, I don't want to live this way. I don't want to die early. I want to be here for my family. Right? So he changed his belief. And therefore, he had a different reality. Okay. Some people term that as a miracle. Uh, But again, you can't outlive or outperform your belief. So there's a a couple things to think about here. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because this is that time of year where everybody looks at it and says, all right, I'm going to make a new change in my life. Change is good. I'm not saying that it's not good, but if you don't change your belief or change your thinking, it doesn't matter what goal you set for yourself. It's not going to happen. Okay. So a couple things, first of all, the practitioner, so the doctor in this case has a responsibility, right? So, so he was within his, you know, medical ethics, things like that. He, he was fully in, in the right. However, he was operating from his own awareness. And this is where I, I strongly caution you to think about the people in your life that you put as authority figures. So let me give you a couple examples. Doctor is one. um, you know, when you were younger, you had your parents and you had teachers, right? And so they told you things about yourself. And some of you were told some, some not so nice things about yourself and you have believed those and it has affected your life. Okay. Um, other authority figures are people in your community, right? Um, your, your significant other, maybe a best friend or the leaders of your church, right? So anybody that you place in authority or especially as placing them on a pedestal. Okay, so for example, um, I many of you know I'm connected with John Maxwell, I'm a part of the John Maxwell team. Um, I've actually gone uh, you know, across the world to train teachers with John Maxwell. Um, he's kind of my buddy, he's my mentor. However, you know, many people look at him and say, Oh, he's written over a hundred books and he, you know, does all this stuff around the world. I know John is my friend yes he's he's a great man. Uh, don't get me wrong on that. I can speak good about him all day long, but he's my friend. I don't place him on a pedestal because number one, if I do that, if he makes a mistake which he's human and he's, and he's going to, then I'm going to look at him differently. But as my friend i friends I can let my friends make mistakes, right? And when I place him as a friend, now I can be like him. Okay. But when I put him as somebody on a pedestal or the authority figure, now I have to listen to everything he says and do everything he says. But when he's my friend, I still retain um, this responsibility in my head to say, okay, how does that fit into my life? Okay. Same thing that's going on in this story. The doctor saying, Hey, from my experience, this is what I know. The patient has placed the doctor in that, that place of authority And accepted that without thinking or knowing about a different choice. Guys, this is really, really important. Hang with me here. Okay. I I just saw this on Facebook this week. Somebody said, Hey, um, this certain thing is helping me. Um, but my doctor says not to do it because the doctor is operating from their limited belief and, and putting that on the patient when he's not listening and, and, taking into account the the awesome changes that are happening for this person and saying hmm maybe i don't know something and maybe maybe i need to know something okay you are responsible so the practitioner has a responsibility and you have a responsibility that's what i'm trying to get at don't let that person in authority just implant a belief in you and accept it without questioning it do your research ask yourself, is that really matching with what I know? Okay. For example, I had hip surgery a couple of weeks ago. Now, of course, I'm going to take the doctor's protocol into, you know, advisement. Um, and so I'm looking at that, but I'm also waking up every day and saying, what do I want to do today? And I'm going out and I'm experimenting and I'm saying, huh, how does that feel? Um, How does it feel to do this certain thing, right? And sometimes I look at the doctor's protocol and I'm a little farther than where he says that I should be in certain areas. And sometimes maybe not so much, but you know what? I'm looking at it as a guideline, not as something that's truth. Because if I look at it as truth, then the ways, the the times that I'm beyond what he says I should be doing, I look at it and go, yes, look how awesome I am, right? And the times that I'm not so good, I look at it and go, oh, what's wrong with me, right? Instead of valuing and honoring, this is where I'm at right now, and how can I progress today? Okay, so What I'm trying to get at is you can't have a change unless you have a change in your beliefs. And many of you are making these health choices, relationship choices, financial choices for the new year. And you're making a goal, but you're not approaching this idea of what do I need to believe in order to make that goal happen? Okay. Remember, you can't outperform your beliefs. So if you you want to, let's say, lose weight, right? Do you really believe that you can? I mean, ask yourself that question. Do you really believe that you can lose weight and get healthy? Because if you don't, then you need to focus on that and not so much the willpower it takes to eat less food. Okay. Now, here's another kicker in how this process works. It's not just about the belief that you accept. It's also about doing what I call priming the pump. You've got to actually take action. Okay. You can't just change your belief and say, oh, there you go. You know, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to be, you know, thin and rich and, you know, all of these things. You've got to actually do something to make that happen. Okay. Now, it doesn't have to be big steps to make that happen. Let's say you want to get healthy. Okay. Well, maybe your step today is to drink more water. Okay. Now, sure, you can come up with a big, long, complex plan or you could just drink the water today. And then tomorrow say, what can I do today to be healthier? And the more that you do that over and over and over again, you're gonna find that you're gonna be healthy. The man in our story, his prime the pump example, after, you know, he's still laying here in bed, what he did was he actually got his calendar out and he looked at the next year and he said, what do I want to do next year? And he came up with an activity he wanted to do with his wife and his, his, um, two kids. And he put it on the calendar. Boom, done. Now notice he didn't actually do the thing, but he made the decision and put something into practice that he was going to make that happen. So when I'm talking about doing an action step, don't think that has to be something complex. The simpler, the better. Just like when I wake up in the morning and I say, "Hmm, what do I want to do today? Okay, what do I want to try out? So quite honestly, yesterday, I, I tried out putting my sock on by myself because up until then i was unable to do that the range of motion in my hip would not allow me to do that yesterday i put my sock on by myself woohoo right um what am i going to be able to do today that i couldn't do yesterday i don't know i'm going to make it small i'm going to make it simple but i know that i'm going to come out of this changed on the other side because i have a belief that i can be healed And I'm taking small daily actions to make it happen. So what about you? You know, examine the goals that you have for yourself, whether they be goals or resolutions, whatever you call them. Examine those goals that you've made for yourself and ask yourself, what beliefs do I need to make that goal happen? And do I really believe that? And then once you have determined that important step, ask, what's my next kind of prime the pump small step that I need to do? Okay, that is how you bring about change in your world. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, I hope that you take this and, and you actually do it. Uh, I promise you it has the, the potential to change your life and to change the lives of those around you. Once again, Happy New Year. I am so grateful for each and every one of you listeners. And, and think about the people in your life. Who in your life right now needs to hear this message? Is it a family member, a friend, a co-worker? Who needs to hear about how to make true change in their life? Is it somebody with a medical issue? Somebody um, with a relationship issue? Somebody who, you know, is in that transition in life and they don't know what to do with themselves? I encourage you to pass this on to them. Make this your New Year's gift to them. All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and I'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.